I said something about this in the class this morning, but recently Ms. Susan reminded me of the story that once speaking in rather general terms and thinking he was quite knowledgeable, a man said Unitarians denied the divinity of Jesus. There was, fortunately, an actual Unitarian within earshot who replied, that's not true. We don't deny the divinity of anybody. Another very concise truth about us is that our faith isn't about being right. It's about being in right relationship. We don't have shared beliefs. We have shared promises. William Ellery Channing believed in what he called, and Unitarians carried forward, salvation by character, that humankind is about how we live our lives in the world with integrity, honor, responsibility, renewal, change, commitment, and growth. Now, in the title for today's service, I had the word repent, which is not an easy word for Unitarians. It's not something that we talk a lot about. But if we think of it as an opportunity for a reboot, it becomes a whole lot less threatening. Um, so, repent's not an easy word for us, but in our tradition or movement, we are not inclined to think that we have, there's some overarching judgmental power to whom we have to repent or, be pun or become punished. For those of us who experience a real sense of a relationship with a higher power, we find that power to be loving and supportive and an encouraging one. Most of us would feel comfortable, most Unitarians would feel comfortable acknowledging that all people make mistakes. But that does not prevent us from being worthy of love or from having deep value. We believe our journey is about learning and improving rather than expecting perfection along the road. Now, the Greek word that has been translated into repent is metanoia, and meta, meta means before or no after or beyond, and noi, no, nu noose is the word for mind. So metanoia was really about a change of mind. And in the Christian tradition, it's much more about a real transformation of heart. Um, but the idea of changing one's mind lines up real well with us. Um, if we're growing, we can't keep the same thoughts all the time. If, we, if we're too enamored with a particular view or a particular thought, we're not open to growth and we're not open to learning. Um, as we've already heard, Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, starts tonight, the 10-day season for repentance, reflection, and renewal. So out of our Unitarian Universalist commitment for change and renewal, I would like us to engage in 
such reflection as might well benefit us. Our somewhat more traditional January 1st New Year's celebrations don't often come with a season of reflection beforehand. I mean, I think they used to more than they do now. Now, if we make New Year's resolutions, they tend to be short-lived most often. Uh, and I don't, I can't speak to your New Year's resolutions, but mine don't carry too much gravity for too long. Uh, uh, but nonetheless, I can't speak for you, but for myself, any given year, there's plenty to look back on and try to find ways to do better. There are many ways I've made mistakes, less than optimal choices that I would like to rectify or at least try to do better going forward. It would serve me well to think mindfully or to mindfully reflect on some of the weights of conscience, whether they're resentments, or senses of shame, both weigh heavily on us. But if I want to make steps away from whatever dysfunction that there might be, I have to spend time getting to the bottom of it, not just what's happening here. This work doesn't help me change. When Reverend Aaron White leads his roots class at First Unitarian Church of Dallas, he tells newcomers if they join this church out of relief, thinking that they've come into a community of like-minded people, they're going to be disappointed. For every Unitarian here, there is a different perspective, a different understanding, and probably six opinions. We come together so that we can learn from one another and it is safe here, we hope. And hopefully this is a safe place to learn those lessons. Our expectations of others are often our greatest disappointments. It's not actually others who had failed to be true to who they are it's our assumption that they will be who we think they should be. That gets foiled and frustrated. So I again am reminded in the literature of the 12-step program that any time, it's a spirit, it's quote, it's a spiritual axiom that any time we are disturbed, no matter what the cause, there is something wrong with us.
That is, we, that is, we are out of center for ourselves and need to examine why we have granted whatever it is the power and privilege of knocking us out of center and balance. And that's where that depth comes in and is so important that I was talking about a little bit ago. That is much harder to do when we're... Uh, uh, it's much harder to knock us off balance when we are deeply balanced. When every nook and cranny of our lives are filled up with activities and sound and interactions, how do we find that rare space to sit and reflect? How do we make the time and make it a priority because it's from that time that we become capable of living into our covenant with each other. Spaces to stop, listen, and reflect and reboot are to be sought mindfully and scheduled and honored. That's what Sabbaths are. And I think that's our covenant with our families, our friends, our community, and the world. Next week, we'll have a burning ritual after the service. It's part of what I bring on the heels of our Rosh Hashanah New Year. Uh, I will have an opportunity during the service to write down either a, a word or something that represents something we want to let go of, forgive, or change. And we'll take them outside after at the end of the service and burn them with a little recitation as we go. I mean, uh, something that we repeat. A time to forgive ourselves and each other, then let go, not of responsibility, but the, but the unnecessary emotional baggage that resentments and shame load us down with. The energy we need to face down the shadows that would try to overrun the world around us comes from clear vision, true direction, light hearts, and deep commitment. Through pauses for reflection, let us spend what moments we can find. Preparing to cleanse our crowded mental and emotional palates. To start this school year, this church year, together in love. The city needs us. Our country needs us 
home, refreshed, and in right relationship with one another and the source of love and truth. In your orders of service, there's a little hymn lyric. that can be part of renewed life in the year of, and, or season we are entering, we come and we share apples, already sweet, with added honey for more sweetness. Apples and honey are a tradition in, in, at Rosh Hashanah time in Judaism. Let's think about how sweet things are when they're fresh and new and feel clear and clean and light. <laughs> 